I'm Effie Parks. Welcome to Once Upon a Gene, the podcast. This is a place I created for us to connect and share the stories of our not-so-typical lives. Raising kids who are born with rare genetic syndromes and other types of disabilities can feel pretty isolating. What I know for sure is that when we can hear the triumphs and challenges from others who get it, we can find a lot more laughter, a lot more hope, and feel a lot less alone. I believe there are some magical healing powers that can happen for all of us through sharing our stories, and I'll take all the help I can get. Hi, everybody. Uh, So today's kind of sort of an intro episode to many, I think, that I'm going to do on the topic of taking care of ourselves, relieving stress, mental health, physical health. It's just a little nudge today that hopefully will plant a seed. I think self-care is so much more than a buzzword or a good intention and finding ways to insert small practices of well-being in my own life has been a non-negotiable. In this episode, I mentioned how the anxiety over Ford manifested into a really extreme physical symptom for me where I felt like I could never catch my breath and it sort of felt like I had a scarf tied around my neck, like way too tight. I knew exactly what it was. I knew that all of this stress and anxiety was showing up in my body because I wasn't necessarily taking care of it properly or taking care of myself properly. I mean, it's a lot of things, right? But I knew I had to pay attention because I couldn't sustain that. Gosh, just remembering how stressed out I was at the time makes me kind of emotional. <laughs> Anyways, for me, what what I knew I had to do in that case was breathing, and I knew I needed body work. I'm no stranger to body work. My mom and my sister both are some of the most talented healers I've ever known, and they've been doing it since before it was cool, and they're so smart. And they've been such a valuable resource for me in just making sure to come back to my body and pay attention because I can't get anything done if that's not working. (laughs) Anyways, like I said, this is a big topic and today's just a little snippet of a few things that my girlfriend and I do to help us with the day-to-day of caregiving because the burnout is intense, we all know, and it's real. And we just got to do these little things, even if that's all we can, you know, create time and space for, I think sometimes and mostly the smallest things can have the biggest impact, especially when you do them over and over. It just builds. So anyways, I hope you enjoy our conversation today. I'm so excited to have Cynthia back on the show. Here we go. Hi, everybody. I'm back with my good old pal, Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Hey, Effie. Hi, guys. So good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you. It's been a while. You're you're so busy. Uh, I was so sick. <laughs> We've both been, yeah. This is, the sickness has been seriously intense. It has been a plague. And then, of course, it didn't help that the book I'm reading like right when I got sick and was super sick it was this whole portion of the book that happens during the Spanish flu 
so oh my god they're literally talking about how the cart come by comes by in the morning and you were lucky or your family was lucky if you died at night because then they just put your body out and the cart would come by in the morning but if you died after the cart came by then they just put the body out and you just rotted <laughs> And I'm literally lying in bed reading this going, uh, great, that's that's what's going to happen to me, because that's how I feel. <laughs> Have you ever um, thought about joining, like, Reese Witherspoon's book club? You know, maybe some lighter content? Something a little lighter. I don't know. Jeez. I think this was an Oprah book club. I don't know. I feel like that's where I heard oh about gosh. this one, at least. But, yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, funny. I'm going to have to double check your selections. <laughs> Okay. You're like, I'm hacking into your Amazon account now. <laughs> Just yeah. on this Kindle I'm going to share some stuff with you on Audible. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, okay. So today... Cynthia and I are going to talk about just a few things that we do to take care of ourselves, to de-stress, to kind of find some calm in the tornado that is a parent of a child with special health care needs. And, you know, we're also all about accessibility. So we've come up with some things that can help us all simmer down and it's not going to cost you a million dollars, even though if you have that, go to the spa, get a chef, get a personal trainer. <laughs> Take us with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add a plus one. <laughs> right. But if you don't have those things, we've just come up with a couple that, you know, help us. Right, Cynthia? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Why don't you start? Why don't you tell <sighs> me your numero uno? Uh, my numero uno. Well... This is not my numero uno, but something we have joined, I think, the rest in the world in doing lately is we signed up for one of those meal kit delivery things where they send you the recipes. And it's been really good because we're eating like not just the same stuff all the time. And well, you know, my husband's a chef, so he is cooking all day and doesn't really feel like cooking when he gets home. And so it's nice because it's quick and easy for me to cook for him. And <laughs> he comes home and he's like my prep cook. I'll be like, can you just quick and dice this up or, you know, whatever, because he's way faster than I am. And it's been really good for us because we just end up in the kitchen, cooking, talking. Yeah, we used HelloFresh mm -hmm. uh, after Ford was born for almost two years and it actually saved my life. Right. Yeah, I think that's the one yeah. I signed up for. I don't know. They were all having these crazy specials, so whichever one. Anyways, so yeah, so that's the newest one. I don't know. I don't know what my number one is. My numero uno is coffee, okay? My sacred well. <laughs> cup of delicious morning coffee that I have. But most importantly, it's coffee that I have alone. I wake up before my kids wake up so I can be alone and drink one cup of coffee. I set my alarm and it is my moment <laughs> that I get for myself no matter what. And I revel in it. That is smart. I will oftentimes go and hide in my car and call friends because... <laughs> 
it's like for the one place I'm actually left alone either that or the bathroom and I won't call people from the bathroom I just think eh. yeah speaking of hiding one of my new ones that I have started to do if it's just been like an especially crazy day at home with the chitlins when Casey walks in the door I pour a glass of wine and I put my slippers on and I leave the apartment and I get in the elevator and I go downstairs in the lobby and I sit in the chair and I drink my wine where I can't hear anybody <laughs> crying nice. or yelling at me or following me and I sit down there and I have my glass of wine and it is glorious so your neighbors are like oh our alcoholic neighbor is down there <laughs> <laughs> They're like, maybe you can put some shoes on, lady. <laughs> That's right. That's one of my new I'm favorites. I'm going to wait till you really confess like to one. like wearing your Snuggie when you go down there, your comfy, your cozy, or whatever the newest one is. <laughs> Oh, that's also on my list. Anything fuzzy, socks, pajamas, bathrobe. Those make me really happy. Yes, I know. I don't know what it is about fuzzy clothes, but you are very, very right. Another thing I do is, you know, just watching crap TV at night after the kid goes to bed. Yes. Yeah. Good Netflix show. Always will do you right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's definitely on my list. And a good show that you can watch that you wouldn't watch in front of maybe your spouse or anyone else. Like Mm -hmm. great trash TV. Like Gossip Girl. So bad. So good. I have not watched that yet. I need to. I need to get with the program. Last person on Earth. I recently (laughs) discovered it. Okay, good. (laughs) Then I'm not like totally lagging. You're still last, but you were close to me. (laughs) Second to last. (laughs) There's got to be someone else out there. (laughs) So I have some friends that travel a ton so I basically and they know this because I'm very upfront about it I travel with them via Facebook Instagram etc and it's awesome because you know what do you mean exactly like right now a friend is in Southeast Asia and she's always like posting pictures and talking about what she's doing and everything late at night which is when I'm chilling out So it's fun because I'll hop on and we'll just have a quick chat about, hey, you know, tell me more about the gorilla sanctuary or whatever she did the day before. So it's just Mm, fun because I kind of feel like, you know, I mean, I'm home. I'm still doing my stuff. But for a little bit of time every day, I just go to Southeast Asia and. (laughs) <laughs> yeah just live vicariously through exactly. our friends and their fabulous adventures yeah. yeah i get that for sure and because it's vicarious like when she wiped out on a motorbike i didn't end up in the <laughs> hospital <laughs> yay me <laughs> yeah that is a unique one i love that thanks for adding that to the list although i'm also cringing going you're going to hospital where what do you know about this hospital and she's just like oh my gosh go take care of your child (laughs) yeah that's when it's time for you to sign off i know it was i was like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) that is a big one for me i think i've gotten better at setting boundaries Mm, about that's a, what that's a good one for me it's a specific boundary about what stresses me out 
So especially if, say, we're getting ready for a surgery or we're talking about one that's coming up or this will probably be the next thing that we need to deal with. And I love them both, but sometimes my mom and my husband will kind of get on that. And I'm the one that goes to the appointments, right? But it's like they think because I was at the appointment, I should know the answer to all these questions. And I usually make it really clear like, hey, we've just started talking about this, whatever that's coming up. This is what I know. But then like one of them will ask a question and then they kind of feed off each other and they they kind of start spiraling and they're asking me more and more very specific questions. And I finally have just said, you guys can't do this like I cannot deal with this because then what happens is grandma goes home put the kid to bed I watch my trash tv go traveling wherever go to bed and then my brain is like going through all these questions yeah and I'm just like I can't have it yeah trying to get rest for the restless is an art exactly and sometimes you just gotta say no Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely on my list. And it's something I didn't used to be able to do. And I'm constantly working on it. And every time I do it, I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel so much better when I just say no to things that I know are going to bring up emotions that I don't have time for or that's going to wear me thinner than I want to feel. Or, you know, there's enough that's making my hair fall out and my skin break out and gaining weight. Like, you name it. Right. No, totally. You gotta just you gotta just be careful what situations you allow yourself to be put in. And mm-hmm. it's a constant it's something I have to constantly be mindful of. I do too. And I just recently had to back out of something that I wanted to help with, but I realized I was just like, you know what? I don't actually have time for this. And I just told the other people, I said, I'm really sorry. I thought I did. I should have figured this out earlier, but can't do it. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. And part of it is like one of the things I'm working on this year is really putting my family first and my family includes me. So that I think is helping me have a better, like a better, more realistic perspective of, yeah, I, I don't have time to do this as well as all the stuff I have to do. I think it's perfectly okay and actually pretty necessary to live in a bubble sometimes with our lives. It's what our kids need. It's what our family needs. It's what our sanity needs. And you just hope that everyone's going to stick around and have grace with you because it's not about them. And the good ones do. So it works better that way. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, sometimes things just aren't unsustainable and they filter out pretty quickly. It's unfortunate, but there's more important things at stake here. (laughs) Exactly. Like our kids' lives. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Not kidding. So. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, right. I could, we could have an entire episode on the subject of, yes. you know, and we shed friendships and just people who we love and who love us that we can't necessarily be for in the same way we used to be or as often. Yeah, yeah it's rough. Um, and it was one of the hardest things for me in the beginning, Whew, for sure. Yeah. Just trying to find some level ground that I could see off of in that. Right. I think the whole, like, just because your whole world changes doesn't 
mean that you fundamentally have to change you know i mean you're going to change there's no doubt about it but it is hard to find that sweet spot where you're the new you that you know wasn't really planned and then you're still the old you and finding the way you can mesh those two together and still feel authentic yeah that's hard that's really hard it's really hard it's really hard I know for me I've been really lucky in that like a couple of my closest friends are really good about just saying hey um this is going on in my life I'm super excited about it or super bummed about it depending what it is you have (laughs) like way heavier stuff going on so like can we talk about this now is this a good time for you to listen to me or not yeah. And just the way they approached it was very, like, non-judgmental, you know, like, just very, I need this from you as a friend, but we can do it on your timing. Yeah. Which was amazing and super helpful. I think we've been pretty lucky with the friendships that we've had and made through, you know, social media. Absolutely. Because, yeah, there's that whole social media self-care, too. Yeah, absolutely. I've found some serious connection. I mean, obviously, it's why I created this podcast, right? I was like, help, help me. (laughs) Exactly. No, but it's true because you can have conversations with people when you need them a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, the child's diagnosis doesn't have to be compatible whatsoever in finding companionship with another parent or caregiver. They just get it. Very true. Yeah, that's a good one. My other big, this might be my number one self-care thing. I don't know. It's definitely up there. I am in a mom's group, which there used to be a lot more people in the group, but people moved, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so we're the last three standing. (laughs) And we still get together, not as often as any of us want, but every couple of months or so, we just get together and just talk about what's going on. Our kids were actually all in the Birth to Three program together, so I've known them forever as a mom, and we are all three very familiar with each other's kids and individual challenges and all of that. So it's just really nice because we can get together and talk about this and we don't have to explain any of the backstory. Yes. And that's a big part of the reason we haven't added anyone to the group because... Yeah, I get that. I mean, it just comes from time. It's complicated. hmm Yeah. It's very complicated. I'm glad you have that group. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. My two moms. Yeah, yeah they're the best. <laughs> the three musketeers. Exactly, right? <laughs> Sitting on the sofa. <laughs> Talking about our crap TV. No. <laughs> I know yeah. everyone says this in the mindful world, but breathing is actually a thing. It's actually a skill. It actually helps. And learning to breathe properly has been huge for me. For a couple years, I had this thing in my throat 
and I truly felt like I was choking. I, I would have to brace myself like 50 times a day to just like focus on trying to get a deep breath because my throat was, I felt like I was being choked by some hand and I could never breathe. And I finally just was like, okay, Effie, you know how to do this. Your mom taught you how to breathe. And I, and I went back and I just, I watched some videos on, um, the box breathing technique actually that soldiers use. It's like a four second breath. You should Google it if you haven't heard of it. It changed my life in getting rid of that choking feeling and calming down and just, yeah, really kind of taking a few seconds every day to focus on your breath is huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I did look up that box breathing after you told me about it. And um, I was already doing something not exactly that, but pretty similar. So yes, good stuff. It's just, it's, it's so, it's so easy to have, you know, the count and it's easy to remember. And it's something that you can just go to in a really high stress environment and just kind of bring, bring your anxiety and your heart rate back down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you bring that up because I use that, uh, I use deep breaths with Mallory when she starts to get really upset about something. And it actually, I started having her do three deep breaths basically because I realized I needed to do three deep breaths smart to stay calm myself, to be able to help her calm down. Um, and so now it's it's really cute. We were somewhere recently. It must it was probably just at the hospital, like for clinic or something. And for completely understandable reasons, the hospital is always very high stress for us <laughs> both. And I just looked over, and she was doing her own deep breaths. Yeah, it's a lot <laughs> and of work. I was like. Can I do deep breaths with you? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so it was good. It was definitely, yes, deep breaths are good. I know for me, another thing that I do is I can be really sarcastic about stuff, especially hospital stuff, medical stuff. And I think that's a big part of my self-care like calling the hospital the spa finding the humor <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and it started it's one of my favorite things about you actually <laughs> thank i think you. i've told everybody that <laughs> thank you well and after we had mallory and life was so crazy uh, a friend of mine would call and be like what are you doing and i'd just be like oh nothing she's like yeah so you're just sitting around eating your bonbons again i'm like yep sitting on the sofa watching tv TV and bonbons <laughs> and so it's now like <laughs> just been our go-to joke so when you know the proverbial you know what is hitting the fan <laughs> I'll just be like yep eating bonbons mm -hmm. eating bonbons <laughs> you have to I mean <laughs> you have to go there otherwise you're right. gonna go to the other place and that's a bigger hole to try to get exactly. out of exactly and for that I take mm -hmm. antidepressants religiously well, so that, well, that's, there's another covered. one put that on the list <laughs> exactly you know what else I do sometimes if I need to I what? skip therapy I cancel Ooh. Ford's appointments and I don't good feel bad you. about it good for you I sit on the couch and I cuddle him and sometimes I just can't you know mm -hmm. I think about all of the stuff to get ready to get in the car to get out to get there and it's just like not today honey no Sometimes you got to skip therapy and not feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
And sometimes, too, I feel like that's actually beneficial to our kids. Like, they totally. just occasionally need a break. And until they're able to identify that and tell you they're just going to have to get breaks on your terms. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, because we're the parents. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in charge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> For now, at least, until you're a teenager. <laughs> then all bets are off. <laughs> what else is on your list? Well, not as often as I like to, but there is a pretty easy, just three-day detox diet that I'll do that just, it's just it's kind of a juice cleanse and I like to do it when I have been eating particularly crappy or something like that and I just feel like my body's out of whack I need to get all the junk reset. out yeah a reset thank you that's exactly the word I was looking for so it's pretty easy you know yeah yeah just makes me feel better that's good. yeah so diet diet plays a huge part in stress for sure mm -hmm. yeah getting out for walks I always have to go for a walk when I'm when it's my day is home with the kids even if it's raining or whatever like if we don't get out of the house it's like I feel bad for Casey when he walks in the door because we all just look like <laughs> that's when you when you put on your slippers and go to the lobby <laughs> yes that is the exact day that I put on my slippers and go to the lobby <laughs> so all of Effie's neighbors know it's not a daily occurrence. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Sometimes I go funny. to Target. That's on my list. For the $100 milk. <laughs> There's this Mexican restaurant that's in the same parking lot as Target, and I love their taco salad. So sometimes I'll lie to Casey and tell him I have to go to Target, and he, of course, doesn't want to pack the kids up and go you know get diapers from target so he's like okay babe and then i go to ricardo's and i sit there and i eat chips and salsa and i eat alone and i pretend like i'm at target i love it it's probably cheaper than going to target in the long run <laughs> totally oh too funny totally especially Love if it. you can get there like on a lunch special hey there you go i like this <laughs> uh, too funny so i think that's you i feel like you do a lot more like i feel like you go and get well, your nails done that is not a happy errand oh. for me. I, I really hate getting my nails done. I do it for my clients because otherwise my hair color like dyes my real fingernails and they look really Ugh. gross. Yeah, they would. I do not like wasting my special 30 minutes that I get every few weeks to get my nails done. Okay. But for a lot of people that probably... Like, it's not relaxing for me either. As, like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, we've discussed this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think for a lot of people, it is. So that's yeah, totally. it's sure. a good suggestion that we don't live by, but you, everybody else should probably do that. <laughs> right? Yeah, you should all do it, along yeah. with the massage and a facial <laughs> and a spa day. I'm in for the massage and facial and spa day in general. I just don't want to get my nails done. I'll take it any way I can get it. Those, yeah. are, those are hard to come by. I know. Love it. 
<sighs> you know, I also, I, I, I also love putting my headphones on and listening to something that makes me happy. Sometimes it's Kelly Clarkson. Sometimes it's Pink. Sometimes it's a podcast. Sometimes it's Audible. You know, sometimes just shutting out my kids or whatever is going on around me that also brings down my heart rate a little bit makes me laugh definitely i do that when we're on our walks too instead of talking to my kids about the trees i put my headphones on and i walk they live in seattle plenty of people talk about the trees (laughs) (laughs) they'll hear it somewhere else it's fine (laughs) they don't care what i have to say anyways they're just having fun watching everything right exactly now and that's it sometimes you do just need need to tune out i'm i'm finding a theme in all of mine and it's that i like to be alone <laughs> i really I'm, like effie a lot and, sh- and she's too. fun to hang out with and so she's anytime awesome. i can figure out how to be with her that's pretty much my number one that works <laughs> but i think a lot of that is because I think any parent, and especially when your kid needs a lot more than a lot of other kids, I think that's that's normal. I mean, you miss that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because before I had Mallory, I don't think any of this was such a big deal or such a commodity because I had yeah, it a lot. Same. So it makes sense. It's and glorious. Effie is pretty awesome. So, you know, I get it that you want to hang out with her. <laughs> that Effie. Uh, she's cool. <laughs> just picture just picture me running into my car and closing the door and just sitting there and being alone for five minutes. I'll do that. It's real. <laughs> hey, I confess to going and hiding in my car and just sitting there. <laughs> I've hidden in the car a lot. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> One day, something like Dimitri really needed me, and he like actually came and found me in my car. And I was kind of like, "Oh crap!" Now is he gonna look here for me all the time? <laughs> but he doesn't. So You're like, I, I just pulled in, sweetie. <laughs> I know, right? My car is ice cold. <laughs> my breath—you can see it. Like <laughs> I'm all bundled up. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. He very kindly has not taken to looking in the car for me, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best that you don't go looking for your spouse when you know they're trying to be alone. Exactly. <laughs> don't poke the bear. Don't. Do not poke the bear. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> oh, I love it. What about like what about like journaling? Have you ever done that? Does that make you feel better at all? Does it help? You know, I have never been a journaler. People always suggest it. I've tried it off and on enough times that I'm just like, this just isn't my thing. I can do it if I'm typing, but like my hand cramps, especially if I'm like upset and angrily writing, like I'll do it if I can type it out, even though they say like the act of actually writing is what is really therapeutic. I think I've gotten some therapeuticness out of just typing. I think, yeah. That would make perfect sense because I will um, 
kind of like talk to myself about stuff. Another reason I need to go sit in the car so that people don't think I'm too crazy. Although sometimes if I'm walking around and need to talk about something, I just put in my earbuds and let people think I'm on the phone. So that's fine. Yeah, Yeah, that (laughs) works too. Yeah, you don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yes, I think it's the whole just processing it. So I don't understand why it would have to be written, but I'm sure there's some psychology behind it. But whatever. I'm with you. I can type some It does help a lot for some people. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe it's just typing an email to yourself. Yeah. C or a nasty letter to an insurance company <laughs> that you're never going to send, uh, yeah, but <laughs> that you're never going to send. <laughs> I see all the time on Facebook about just leaving the mess and taking care of what's important and leaving your house messy. And while I appreciate that sentiment, clutter and chaos in my house actually makes everything for me worse. So I really really like to have a clean kitchen at least like and it's relaxing for me to clean my kitchen sometimes I'll fold the clothes in my kids drawers and it'll make me smile for the next three times I get to open it and they're still folded well you know and those things can take like 10 minutes right and I a huge weight comes off of me from little things like that around my house yeah and I think that's important to know like what are the 10 minute or less things that you can do that are gonna give you a big like I guess return on your emotional investment or an emotional return I don't know what I'm trying to say anyways oh I get it (laughs) yeah exactly like what's gonna give you the biggest bang for your buck considering the limited time that you have very true and for some it is leaving the mess and ignoring it and Mm -hmm. it you know not being a problem for you and enjoying your kids and that's so awesome I wish I could be like that but right it stresses me out yeah well and they have I read a really good article recently about that that it actually can be extremely stressful for some people so gotta know yourself man so anything else I can't Oh, let me think. I, I mean, I have like I have a million a things, but yeah, really, those are just like uh, those are just little things that I do I on a regular that's, basis. All of I them, f- actually. But I feel like that's the thing with you is I feel like you have your little things that make it be- your life better for you, and I think you're really good at about doing them on a regular basis. Well, I am not ignorant to the fact that I have a lot of support around me. I mean. You know, I have I have in-laws that live really close to me. I have aunts and uncles that live close to me. Um, my husband's, you know, my equal. Like, I have a lot of support, and I know, I know a lot of people don't have that, and a lot of people don't have as much family as I do. So I couldn't, I probably wouldn't be able to do a lot of this stuff, like go to Target without, you know, my mother-in-law popping over to say hi to the kids or watch the kids for a little bit. Right. Very true. So I'm lucky. (sighs) What would we do without our moms? Ooh, you know what else is another good one? Accepting help. I really, really, truly learned how to accept help after having Ford and not feeling like it was a burden or that it 
you know, whatever. If someone wants to do something for me, I'm like, yep, sure. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Be a taker. Yes. (laughs) And a genuine taker, right? Like, (laughs) let people help you. Yes. (laughs) Let them help you because you need it. And it's okay to say, say yes. And it makes people feel good when they can help. And it makes you want to help too in other ways. I mean, I think it's a beautiful circle. I don't think it's a pity circle. No. And you're totally right. Like, with me having the broken ankle for a couple of months two specifically two of my neighbors had said hey if you need anything let me know and the one I mean she's lived around the corner from me forever so I like I was pretty comfortable asking her for help but then she was out of town for a week and I was kind of like crap, I I still need somebody to help me with this every morning. And so one of the newer guys in the building, when he first moved in, he had had knee surgery. And so he was like, hey, I totally like different part of the leg, but I get it. Please, you know, don't hesitate. So I called him up and was just like, hey, could you come over for five minutes every morning and help me? with this and he was perfectly happy to and now you know it's like we kind of have a little bit of a friendship like his car battery died and he texted me and Dimitri was like hey are either of you home can you give me a hand with this and we're like yeah sure so it was really nice yeah like good things it always comes back like that absolutely and people in general want to take care of each other so just let it be like I do have to tell you one of the most amazing things that happened to me though my mother-in-law and her sister Tracy when I went on a trip for the holidays I came home and I opened my front door and those women had cleaned my carpets okay (gasps) my carpets that Ford had vomited on no less than 1700 times they shampooed my carpets and it was like the best present I've ever gotten I love them. I mean, if they want to adopt me, that would be fine. Just <laughs> putting it out there. Because <laughs> they don't have but, their hands full with you. <laughs> if they need more work. <laughs> they'll adopt you. Don't worry. You're in. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, that's like me. That's them knowing what what takes my stress away. And they know that my house being cleaner takes my stress away right and i think i think it's important for us to communicate to the people who are really involved in our lives to let them know what we need actually let them know you know yeah maybe you could just make a post about all the things that you could possibly do if you're thinking about helping me at some point i mean whatever it is right like (laughs) people want to help and letting people know what are the things that you know, activate your stress or make you feel better. If they know, they can just do them when they when they have the opportunity to. And then you don't even have to go through the weird asking stuff. Yeah. Like an Amazon wish list. Mm, like but for caregiver mm, respite. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like non-structured wish list that we're doing for right. this episode. Exactly. We totally need to come up but with yeah, something maybe, like that. Or somebody does. Somebody out there listening, make an app for that already. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> so you can, can just like click it. on all of the things that's going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you it's coming over. Stuff. 
maybe it's coming over for 15 minutes while I take a shower completely alone. You know, like that would really help like so many people out if we could just shampoo in peace. Exactly. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Somebody out there, get on it. Let us know. <laughs> it can be short. Anyone can be around your kid for 20 minutes and not have to be scared about any sort of medical job that they would have to complete. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're home. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. That works. Let's do it. Let's make a, that's just another, that's just another list we'll put, we'll put up someday. <laughs> yeah. I nominate, I'm gonna nominate you to type that up, Cynthia. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll get off my sofa and put down my bonbons and get to work, I guess. <laughs> well, we just kind of have to transcend all the chaos, right? As exactly. parents of kids like this, because we deal with a massive amount of crap mentally and physically and we have to take time to focus on these really simple things that can help bring a lot of joy into our lives exactly mm -hmm. i love it okay <laughs> i hey, love I you think, i love you don't you have like a kid you have to go get or something i'm just I looking do. at the time here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do for god's sake don't leave the kid <laughs> But yeah, we we can we're definitely going to revisit this topic here and there. But if you have any ideas of ways people can help you, why don't you send them to my Instagram and, you know, I'll figure out a way to sort of share them somehow all in one cool story. I like it. Do yeah. it. Okay. Let's all do all right. it. Okay. Take care of each other, man. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Cynthia. Bye. Have a good one. Love ya. Love ya. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this show with your people and please make sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with me and stay updated on the show. If you're interested in sharing your story or if you have anything you would like to contribute, please submit it to my website at effieparks.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and for supporting me along the way. I appreciate you all so much. I don't know what kind of day you're having, but if you need a little pick-me-up, Ford's got you. <laughs> Ha 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 